Are you ready for another episode of Mike Gazzola's Real Estate Investing That Works? Making money in real estate has never been easier. To get started now, go to teachmemike.com. You are listening to Real Estate Investing That Works with Mike Gazzola. I'm Kerry Lutz, and this is episode 20. Mike, it's been said that one of the best ways to find real estate values is through probate court. People who've uh, passed on and their estates are left with properties that their heirs really don't want. You told the story a while ago, buying a piece of property for a couple thousand bucks and fixing it up, modest repairs, selling it for close to 50,000, bought other properties from probate as well, haven't you? Yeah, sure. So the first thing is, right? So there's a couple different ways it works. Now, a lot of people, I mean, unfortunately they die off, right? And they have nobody who's taking care of their affairs, no one who's taking care of their estate. That ends up going to a public administrator. And now it's that person's job to sell that property. And the great thing is, is that a lot of these so-called public uh, personnel that are taking care of these properties, they don't know a lot about real estate. They don't know nuances of certain areas. So what I've found is so let's use a, a couple examples. So up in upstate New York, what happens a lot of times is the property, there's two ways it goes. So before they ever turn it to a realtor or a broker, they try and get public interest in the property. So what happens a lot of times is they're running ads to try to sell the contents of a house. And what ends up happening is they're also looking to sell that property itself. But before they go to So step one is they want to sell the contents of the property. So what I've found to be very fruitful is when you see a property where they're selling off the contents, especially where, you know, a lot of the, so we talked about the one way, right? It's a public administrator. There's no will, but let's talk about the other way real quick. Meaning, you know, you may uh, have your granddaughter, your niece, your nephew, your, your grandson in the will, but the truth is. They don't even want your property, meaning they're not real estate investors. They're not looking to fix your property up. They're not looking to resell it. They have no interest in even acquiring your property. And when you talk about the deal that I got for $2,000, the way that worked was the reason I paid $2,000 for it was, now, I ultimately resold it for fifty. dollars but the way that deal worked was somebody died off and they their next of kin, their heir, acquired that property. Now, the property needed repairs, just like a lot of the properties in these areas. You know, sometimes, you know, most times when an older person owns a property, it's not like they're keeping up on every little thing. Now, sometimes they do, but a lot of times they don't, meaning maybe it does need new gutters. Maybe it does need a new paint job. You know, maybe it needs this or that. What happens is a lot of times people will inherit properties and they just, A, they don't have the interest in remodeling that property, or they don't have the funds to remodel that property. So even though they could resell it for a profit and they just have to paint it or put a new bathroom or new toilet or, you know, update the windows, you know, it might be something so small they need to do to the property and ultimately resell it for a profit. But the truth is they have no interest in it. The person that I bought the property for two, I bought it for $2,000. The niece inherited that property. She wanted nothing to do with that property. She didn't want to put a nickel into that property. She said, Mike, just take this off my hands. 
Get this property out of my name. That's all I care about. Get it out of my name. Give me $2,000. I don't care what you make. I don't care what you do to that property. And you know what? I said, not a problem. I gave her the $2,000. And you know what I did? I put about 6000 into it. So if she would have just had the foresight to forget about me, just put the $6,000 into that property, do exactly what I did and sell it for $50,000. She could have actually made money. But see, she didn't see it as an asset. She saw it as a burden. And that's the truth. You know, a lot of people, you know, they're not savvy. They're not into the real estate. They have no interest in the real estate. They see these properties as burdens rather than assets. And I see them all as assets as long as I get them for the right price. And that's really the key, what it's all about. As always, getting them for the right price. So more on probate. Uh, Some states like Florida, if the estate stops paying the taxes or they stop paying the mortgage payment or the HOA fees, it goes right into foreclosure, right? That's right. So that's another way to do it, right? So now all of a sudden the property goes into foreclosure. So they may have a $300,000 mortgage on the property, but guess what? They didn't pay the taxes on the property. So say their mortgage is with one of these big banks. What happens is all of a sudden they might owe that mortgage. It might be three, $400,000 and their taxes might be six, $7,000 a year. But you know what? The government comes first and that's how we find some of our best deals because the government is just looking to be made whole. Meaning if you have $20,000 in back taxes, several years worth of back taxes, The government's more than happy to take that $20,000 and give you the deed to the property. They're not concerned that it's a four or $500,000 property. That means nothing to them. What they're looking to do is take these properties, put them back on the tax rolls, get somebody coming in there, paying the yearly taxes. So now it's not a liability on their books. It's now an asset on their books. And that's how I've got some of my greatest deals is buying them directly from the government, meaning they just want what's owed to them. So although you may owe one of the big banks $300,000, if you don't pay your taxes, those taxes will literally wipe out the debt on that property. I don't care if it's three, $400,000. If you government comes first, just remember that the government comes first. You don't pay the government. Everybody else who's owed money on that property falls behind the government. And with what happened with all the banks, so many banks no longer exist, mortgage-backed securities. A lot of the banks lost track of properties and a lot of property taxes didn't get paid, right? That's exactly what did happen. Whether they got lost in the shuffle or people intentionally decided that they don't want to pay the taxes on any given property anymore. Whatever the case is, if the taxes don't get paid on any given property, it will go up for auction. It's not a question of if. If you don't pay your property taxes or somebody doesn't pay their property taxes, it will go up for auction. And that's just one of the things. That's just one of the techniques I teach because that's why I've done these last 20 podcasts is just showing you guys the different methods, the different ways. Now, if you want intense training, you want me to take you step by step and show you exactly how I've done hundreds of transactions, generated millions of dollars, 
I don't push the site, but you want my free training videos, you just go to teachmemike.com. You can go there, you can start watching my free training videos, and if ultimately you want to train with me live, that's an option for you. But if not, at least you're educating yourself. You're learning about these kind of probate deals. What happens when people don't pay their taxes? What happens when it goes to a government, you know, an administrator, meaning there is nobody left. You know, sometimes people die and there's nobody there in line as their heir. I mean, I know a lot of us were real close with our family. It seems hard to imagine, but sometimes you're the last man standing in a given family, meaning there's nobody there to take over for you. So what happens? A public administrator takes over. They sell the contents of your house. And you know what? That's a great opportunity to step in and offer to purchase that property. Now, that's just one of the hundreds of techniques. I mean, do you like to do tax auctions? Do you like to do bank auctions? Do you like to do short sales? Do you like to have realtors working for you? I show you a different way of real estate investing, how to succeed in today's market. That's my specialty. That's my niche. That's what makes me different than these other guys. I'm not going to show you how to borrow a bunch of money to over leverage yourself on a given property. I'm going to show you how to take whatever you're working with. Like I said, I've bought properties, a quarter acre lot just last month for $100. There are properties out there for everybody who's looking to invest. And it's not a matter of borrowing. It's not a matter of having the inside track. It's a matter of taking action and You know, they say, who do you listen to? You listen to people that have done exactly what it is you're looking to do. So if you're looking to buy pennies, properties for pennies on the dollar, you want to buy probates, you want to buy tax sales, you want to buy bank foreclosures, you want to buy short sales, you want to buy directly from the banks, you want to buy retail deals, you want to be a flipper, you want to wholesale properties, you want to collect a continuity monthly income, or you just want to buy and hold. I'll show you exactly what I've done. Not maybe, not what if, but just exactly what I've done. Yeah, the probate thing I find kind of fascinating. Uh, A lot of people kind of overlook it, but it's a really legitimate form of finding discounted properties, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's just another tool in our arsenal. That's the key. You know, you don't, you know, if you're going to a knife fight, you don't want to just have one knife. You want to have a knife, a gun, a semi, you know, you want to be well prepared. And that's what I see this as. I don't see it as combat. But I see it as it's the last man standing, mean either you're going to get the property or I'm going to get the property. And usually, just like Mark Cuban says, I succeed because of my homework. My homework is what causes me to succeed. I will out homework you, meaning I'll know what's coming up today, what's coming up tomorrow. And it's not a matter of investing a lot of time doing it. It's a matter of having that hunger, having that desire. You know, what's your why? Why are you doing this? Is it for your family? Is it to supplement your income? Is it to provide for your retirement? If your why is stronger than the next guy's why, you're going to win because that's the way it works. It's who's hungrier. You know, that's what's so great about this country is, you know, there are no free gifts. It's who wants it more and what is your why? You know, my why is my family, my wife, my kids, sending my kids to the very best schools. You know, they're only four and seven right now, but college will be right around the corner. I want to make sure they go to the very best schools. I want to make sure even if they want to, if if my daughter wants to be a veterinarian or my, you know, my son wants to be a chiropractor, maybe they don't want to be investors like I am, but at least they have every option available to them. And that's why I do this. 
I do this for my family. That's my why. You know, maybe you're single. Maybe you're divorced. Maybe you, you just have a new family. You're going to have a different why. Maybe you want to supplement your income. Maybe you're looking towards retirement. We all have a different reason why we need to succeed, but I'm here to give you the tools, the how, and not just the how, but what is the end result of that how? What's have I learned from my last 12 years, hundreds of transactions, millions of dollars. I don't stand here as somebody who's giving you theory, but just what has worked for me. That's all I could teach you. And I could shave years off your learning curve because if I could go back in time, I would literally pay myself a million dollars to teach me what I know today. If I could go back in time 12 years to the younger Mike Gazzola and show him exactly what I know today, I would have shaved years. I would have hundreds of more transactions under my belt. I would have generated tens of millions of dollars more in profit, but it doesn't work like that. But I'm here to be your mentor. I'm here to show you exactly what has worked for me and exclude everything that doesn't work. And obviously, you're going to want to contact Mike, send him an email, and check out his website. So, Mike, uh, how do they contact you? Well, you know, I love when people ask me questions. You know, I make these podcasts based on the questions I receive from my audience. So when I get multiple questions on the same topic, I love to respond. I love to make a special podcast. Just whether you've trained with me live, just attended one of my seminars, Maybe you saw me on TV. Maybe you heard me on the radio. However you met me, I want to answer your question. So send me an email. It's mike at teachmemike.com. Now, if you want to start with my free training videos and learn a little bit about exactly what I'm teaching, exactly what I'm doing, hear from some of my students' success, you simply go to teachmemike.com. It's all right there for you. You can get started today. To get started now, go to teachmemike.com.